Hi, welcome to the A Quilting Life podcast. I'm Sherry McConnell from A Quilting Life. And I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And today's episode is airing on Monday, November 28th. And so we had just finished up the American Thanksgiving weekend. (laughs) Hope that yours was wonderful if you celebrated that. Yeah. Yeah, we have a great episode today. We, we, I think we have some great topics. Uh, let's just get started first with Chelsea's quilt. Okay, so we're kind of following the theme of last week. Mom invited me to have my amaryllis quilt on the table, and I thought it would be perfect to do it again, except my quilt is on the wall today, and Mom has hers on the table So on the wall, this is from our Home for the Holidays book that we co-authored together. This is Poinsettia, and I absolutely love this beautiful poinsettia flowers and patchwork. And I just think it's so pretty. And I made this using Hustle and Bustle by Basic Gray. I think it's adorable. And the quilting is so... I love this quilting pattern. Oh my goodness. It is like... I don't think I've seen this one close up before. I have to ask Marion to put this on one of my quilts. I it love it. It literally looks like an atom <laughs> with like neurons and protons I inside of it. I don't know. There's like a little orange peel thing right there. Oh, yeah. I it, do Where see the that. circles intersect. I love this design. Yeah, it's really, really pretty. I like what she did on that. Yeah. yeah and, we'll probably have to pester her about this And did this you do scrappy again. binding too with all the reds? I did scrappy binding. How fun. Honestly, most of my projects from the book, I ended up doing scrappy binding because there was extra fabrics. And I thought, how cool to show off all of the prints. Normally, I don't do that. Right. And it turned out so, so cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, love, I love doing scrappy binding. And actually, you have a really old YouTube video uh-huh. that I followed to oh, find out the measurements that you were using for it. Oh, and good. it, yeah, it turned out really, really cute. I love this quilt. Yeah, well, I love it. After we film here, I, I guess we're going to need to, you guys to take an up close picture so I can show the quilting. Oh, yeah. yes. Because the I picture will. I had before is from far from a away distance. yeah, yeah. Right. so we'll have to get it up close one. yeah, I'll yeah. The good idea since you guys talked about it yeah, yeah. it's just a, a fun design we can probably bug marion and find out what it is <laughs> if we send her the picture marion <laughs> we need uh, the info yes so on the table is the christmas tree skirt from our book and this is red barn christmas from sweetwater one of my favorites and i i just love this this is so funny though the binding on this was literally from an older I think it was a Sandy Gervais Moda collection from a decade ago that I had in my stash and ended up working I I guess I hadn't requested fabric for binding with this collection and at the end I was just like what am I gonna bind it with and do my ties with and I had this fabric in my stat it felt so good to use it up but yes everything else in the quilt is from uh red barn christmas by sweetwater what i love about this is just the easiest patchwork sewing and then cutting cutting it out how it needs to be cut i love that and there is something to be said about this just has a simple diamond quilting pattern on it yeah Yeah. marion did this one too and now i'm like wanting this too because it's simple 
and doesn't distract from the patchwork and the quilt. Yeah. Very, very pretty. Yeah. And when I did lay out the patchwork, I think the diagram in the book shows it, but I did do like I alternated lights. Yes, you did. And yeah. alternated reds and greens. And that it just because it's a circular, you, you actually make the patchwork and you quilt it. And then you cut it. So yeah. is that difficult yeah. after no. you've made this and cut and, and quilted the whole thing to cut a quilted? Well, yeah, it's a little nerve wracking. Project? <laughs> yeah. That would scare me so bad. But it makes it so much easier for the quilter too. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. That, yeah, that would kind of scare me. Yeah. Next, so, I guess anyway, I'll have to add that to my list. Excited to use this this year. Okay. <laughs> Before we go any further, we want to mention Cozy Earth again, and we are excited to be able to give you 40% off anything site-wide with the code SIMPLE40. And if you haven't listened before, Chelsea and I have been working with Cozy Earth for a little bit now, and we both got sheets, which we love, and we have pajamas that are on the way. We're excited for those. I'm very excited about the pajamas. <laughs> yeah. And then, but do you know what I noticed? They have even, what? they have new pajama colors after we ordered ours. Do they really? Yeah. So they're, be sure to check that out. There Simple are 40. lots of colors <laughs> and they have waffle towels. They have oh, bedding. The waffle yeah. towels are something. Yeah. I'm super excited about those. Yeah. And everything is, is really soft. It's made from ultra soft viscose from bamboo. And we can also say that it's been one of Oprah's favorite things. They're different products for several years. This year, I think she chose the waffle towels. Yes, she did. I so, saw that on their Instagram. Yeah. And last episode, we, we thought you would already have the pajamas. However, right. we ended up filming earlier than we initially Expected. anticipated Yeah. so that we don't have to do anything on the week of Thanksgiving. Right. So yeah. they're still... Next yeah. episode. So next episode, we'll <laughs> yeah. have that yeah. review for you. But yeah, we're we're having a lot of fun working with Cozy Earth and love their products. Yeah. I will say this. We are filming before Thanksgiving. We already talked about that. But I am so excited to have a home-cooked <laughs> meal. And I will be expecting an assignment from you. Oh, yes. It's it's coming yes, soon. Yes, please that's on let my list me know. Today, yes. <laughs> and there will be... Christmas decorations here for Thanksgiving because I just decided, you go know what, for it. I'm, I'm just going to start decorating tomorrow. You really should go for yeah. it. We talked about this and we got all excited about it. My kids are dying for me to start setting everything up. Yeah. And I'm just dreading going in dad's garage and getting my trees down <sighs> from his 12 foot tall shelves. Yeah. I, I'm mortified. Yeah. Send your husband up the ladder. <laughs> so, okay. So we have... A couple things Billy's going to start with, right? Uh, well, do you want to announce the live stream first? Oh, yes. We are going to do a live stream. We have a date for you. <laughs> so it will be on Wednesday, December 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. We will be doing a live stream sharing our new quilts and patterns and fabric. And we are really excited about that. We hope that you can be there, watch it live, and... Or we will also be taping it and re-releasing it, the recording. So yeah. yes, but but yeah, so it'll be, it'll still be up on the YouTube channel. But if you can join live, um, I'll be manning the chat box and right. and we can feeding. do a little Q and A at the end. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll yeah. save those questions and yeah. make sure that my mom and sister hear them, 
and uh, yeah, we can get a little feedback and that, that should be good. And we're, we're sewing like crazy. We hope that we'll have, <laughs> if, if the quilts aren't all quilted, they hopefully at least all the tops yes, will be Yes, the tops will be done. Yes. Mom's quilts are done. I will give her a gold star because they're beautiful. Mom is now helping me. <laughs> I, I wonder if I've given you some anxiety because, but oh. you've, you've been great. You haven't been pestering me about my quilts, which is wonderful, but yeah. I'm working on them. Yeah, no. And I'm really just trying to enjoy it. I try to leave something every day when I leave the sewing room that's ready to go. Like right now I have 40 flying geese ready, ready to sew. Oh my you know, goodness. They're all laid out. So all I have to do is chain piece, you know. So. Mom, you are so organized. <laughs> I've been able to keep up with my regular stuff and then just do that oh, extra. So I'm it's trying. Been fun. Plus I get to keep the quilts I'm making, right? Uh, yes, she does get to keep the quilts she's making. So <laughs> the fruits of your labors, mother. Yes. Uh, so it's 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Wednesday, December 14th. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. So the next thing we were going to do today to start off was because of the last episode being favorite holiday traditions. And we said, you know, leave some of yours in the comments. We just wanted to share a couple that we found, or I guess it's going to be more like summarizing. One thing I wanted to point out to you guys is, and I just lost it. Uh, oh, it's the the pickle ornament, right? How you, you oh, mentioned that? Yes. Okay, so we had someone here who she says I've, the pickle ornament is a German tradition, I believe. Ooh. And it sounds, her name's Vicky, but based on her last name, I don't want to mispronounce it, but it sounds to me that she is from Germany. But yeah, she's so... I guess that that pickle thing is That's from, super cool. from Germany. I, th- I think I knew it was German, and that, that was probably one of the things that uh, drew me to it because I did take two years of... German in high school and then three or four semesters in college, which wow. yeah, I used to be able to read German pretty well. I would never have the accent correct, but that last semester in college, we were actually reading German literature. How did I not know this translating about you? Translating it, yeah. You just got like a million more cool points. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So I had a pen pal from Germany when I was I in middle that. school. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So I took... German in high school, but wow, when you take it in college, it's a whole nother thing because the first semester is everything you learned in high school. Oh <laughs> and my goodness. So, but then I, for my English degree, I had to take wow. two, two full years. So that was a, that's a requirement for an English degree is to have, they consider it fluency two years of a foreign language at the college level. So what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop because everyone always comments on my facial expressions. And now I'm always surprised by things but, mom says. Yeah, we were reading Thomas Mann and I, I, there's no way I could read that now. No way. But I was reading it. So you could probably read something. Uh, something. Yeah. A few things. Wow. Well, isn't the Christmas tree to tradition from oh, Germany? Yes. Is that so right? So many of our That's Christmas amazing. traditions are mm-hmm. from Germany. I thought the tree specifically yeah. was, but I mean, but yeah. because she also mentioned that she has trees like in every room of her house and actually quite a few <laughs> people. So I, I yes. thought you guys were a little extreme, but there's a lot of people in the comments that mentioned, oh yeah, we have, you know, tons of Christmas trees and we like to put one in every room. And I have one, in, someone mentioned they have one in their sewing room. Um, oh, yeah. That makes me so happy. That, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I, you know, when we recorded the last episode, I thought you guys were a little extreme, but I guess 
I'm just Are not we? as extreme as, or I'm just not normal, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I read through the comments last night too. And I thought the same thing. I thought, oh, good. Lots of people yeah. have trees like we're vibing with our traditions. Yes, so and that was fun. Also a lot of comments on the baking. Um, yeah. A lot of cool stories that people have shared about different types of cookies and different baked goods they've made. And then the ornament um, tradition is also yeah. widely shared where people give new ornaments every year or, you know, when there's someone new in the family, babies or through marriage or whatnot. Yeah. And lots of people's grandmothers make cookies and freeze them. And there was one I remember. Really? She people said commented when, that? Yeah. And she said, when you get the box of cookies, that means you're an adult, right? Mm. I think she said something like that because all the adults get a box of cookies that the that grandmother had made, or I can't remember if it was a grandmother or mother, but I thought that was so cool. I, I want that. my box a of cookies. Box. <laughs> I know. So oh. we can clearly state I am an adult. Yes. And then last one for that. There's some other people that mentioned the whole cutting down the Christmas trees is also their tradition too. Oh, so that makes me so happy. A lot happy. of people just, they share, you know, same traditions that you guys talked about a couple weeks ago. We just talked about it last night. We're trying to figure out if we can go this year. Yeah. We're excited. Fun. All right. Fun. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's it. We want to move on and sort of introduce what we were okay. talking about. And okay. we figured this would be a good episode to bring it up. Yeah. First, before we get started, I, I did want to mention several months ago, I received an email from someone who actually wrote about um, if I if I knew of any patterns for other holidays during this season, for instance, Hanukkah quilt patterns or other celebrations. And because there are many across there are the, yeah. whole, so many cele- the world, different types of religious celebrations going on right now. And I think Hanukkah is the one that always comes to mind first along. But and I really didn't have any. I think I've seen some Hanukkah quilts before on social media and such. I and, have, yeah. Uh, you know, the blue and the white. and But we just thought we would mention that if any of you who listen or who watch, any of you have any that you've made to celebrate other, other holidays. holidays. Yeah. yeah, we would love to have you email those and maybe we could Please share. share them. Because yeah. mm-hmm. obviously there's a ton of Christmas things and you guys, right. we celebrate Christmas and everything, right. but it would be neat to see other other holidays and other fabrics and colors that go along with that. Right. Yeah, I feel like I, I may have seen at the exhibit at Quilt Market in Houston that was, you know, for festival, I may have seen some other religious quilts there. Yeah. But yeah, so just wanted to put that out there first. And then for today's topic, I just always feel like the end of the year is just a really good time to evaluate our fabric stash. And so I made a whole list of questions. It was comprehensive. It's comprehensive. I was impressed. Yes. She had bullet points for everything. Yes. And I was going through them like, wow, this is good. And so we've kind of chosen the things that we thought would be fun to talk about right now as you're getting, you know, you're probably finishing projects and then maybe possibly already have in the back of your mind things that you're going to start in the new year. And all of these things really do revolve around what fabrics we have to work with. It's all about that renewal, right? Yeah. Like you get to this point at the end of the year where you're hustling and bustling, kind of finishing things up that you had planned. and But it's also about preparing for... The next year, starting right. fresh. 
Okay, so our first category is how one builds a fabric stash. And I have four <laughs> little questions. <laughs> and so number one, what is essential in your stash, Chelsea? Well, like, obviously, my go-to is I need a solid background fabric that I have bolts and bolts and bolts of, which is going to be Bella 200. Like, if you're talking about an essential, that's it for me. And probably a good stripe. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, and I, this is actually related to a question I get all the time. People want to know, how do I buy a bolt of something? And yeah. You can buy it, request it from your local quilt shop or online. You can also yeah. request. I, I feel like, too, going along with this question is what is essential to your stash. You, you're going to want some good, like you'll have prints that you'll love for bindings. If there's something you really love, buy a bolt of it. Or is something great for backings that you always have on hand? Like that actually would be better to buy a bolt of because oh. you could get like a few quilts out of it. Right. That that's something that I would say is essential, I guess. Yeah. Or even just like a basic print would yeah. be essential to add. And um, we always have our own fabrics to sew with, but yeah. Then there are always other collections that inspire us and I do like to have those in my stash just for when on a whim you want to make something. Yeah. So You're so good about that though. Like I will come to the house and mom will have ordered different prints from different co uh, fabric designers that will be perfect for a backing. And I'm usually buying them from you because <laughs> I never bought them. Right. And it really was a great thing to buy. Yeah. Mom's good at that. I'm not as good as that. It's fun. I One thing I do miss not having been to market recently is yes. when we went to market, I was able to, you know, walk around with our fat quarter bundle to see what matched, see what matched. Yeah, we would. We'd walk around and that. put it right next to one of our friend's quilts and right. say, oh, you know, I really think this would work. Like, right. It's different when you're in person. Yeah. And because then if some of those other designers had a 108 inch wide backing, you knew you could order it and it would match. And yeah. so, yeah. So as far as what's essential in my stash, I would say, again, uh, Bella 200 is an essential. 100%. Yeah. And then I like to have, uh, I kind of looked at it a different way as far as, I like to have polka dots in my stash at all times. Dots and stripes, I dots, would say, go hand in hand. Dots and stripes yeah. all the time. Yeah, small florals and large florals. Yes. So, uh, and we have those in our collections. The last question, any collection by other designers that you can't bear to part with? I thought this was a fun. I say this, this all the time. Do you know the answer to mine? Lola Boutique? Y yeah, Folktale. Oh, Folktale. I still okay. have Folktale fabrics okay. that I am unwilling to part with. And actually... I have to cut some of it up for binding for the original Little Town quilt. Right. Because, and I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Because I love it so much. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, I think that that's the one. Ooh. And anything by Holly of Urban Chicks is very hard for me to part with. Okay. Or open the bundle up. It's very, I had, I had so much swell Christmas. It was ridiculous. And yeah. I still have the Santa kit. I still have some swell oh, Christmas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And her, I never got the kit, but I have the Oh, I got fabric. the kit. <laughs> I, I had a hookup for the kit. Let oh. me just tell you. <laughs> well, 
I have that first Halloween collection that she did that I have not yet opened that so bundle. Do I. And I want to do something with it. It's never yeah. going to go out of style. It'll it has never. That vintage look. It's vintage. That is one thing. Fabrics with a vintage look never go out of style. And she did a second, col- like a sister collection. Yeah. Halloween. Yes. Oh my goodness. But I didn't get, I need to get some of it. Yeah. Super uh, cute and mix them. It would be adorable. Yeah. And then also I have. Minnick and Simpson collections. That oh, I yeah. just keep a Minnick and Simpson stash. So because I like red, white, and blue quilts. You have a lot of Minnick and Simpson. That yeah. is true. I should probably make another big quilt and try to <laughs> tear through some of that stash. Okay, next topic related to stash is scraps. And the first question is, what is your scrap situation now? So I'm going to go first because I had a bit of a reality check from a friend. She caught me. You know who I'm talking about. She caught me at the bus stop because she had started a quilt and she'd gotten some fabrics from me and she wanted to make the quilt a little bit bigger and she was just missing a few like scrap sizes. And she said, Chelsea, would you see if you have any of these three prints in your scrap bins? Right. And I went through the scrap bins and I thought to myself oh boy, I need to organize these a little bit better. And I found some scraps for her and I was really happy I did because she's going to be able to implement these in the quilt. But there is a better way. I thought I was pretty organized, but I'm going to go back through now that she kind of forced me to go in there and go through them. So that's something on your list is it to is. go through your scrap yeah. bins. But, but because I'm like working on quilts, I'm like, oh man. But yeah, there's about six bins and they could be organized a little bit better and it would be a little bit more efficient. So, right. Yeah. And like like my bins that have like all two and a half inch squares, those are fine. Like I yeah. can anything that's two and a half inch squares can go in there, like two and a half inch strips. But this is different because it's just like I have t- blues and greens in one bin. There's like six different bins and I'm just like, I got to go through this a little bit better. Yeah. It was kind of a reality check. Wow. I don't want to touch my closet right now because it's just a hot mess. So So I... Yeah, what's your situation? Okay, so with the new fabric, when I sew new quilts, I... Oh, this is a good point. I really do have... Okay, so if it's going to be a fat eighth bundle quilt, I will cut a fat eighth bundle. I will sew that quilt only using to make sure that I really can make that quilt from what I am to do the math. Yeah, to double check my math. And then I kind of keep those scraps in a pile. Well, I recently finished, you know, six quilts. (laughs) So I had these six different piles of leftovers. And now they're all in one jumbled mess on a cutting mat in the guest room because I had to get them out of my sewing room because I couldn't even work. Put them in a bin. So, but you know what? This weekend, I'm going to go through all of them and I'm going to cut five inch squares, two and a half inch strips and two and a half inch squares, I think is what I finally decided. You could make a really cool scrap quilt with that. That's what I thought. So I'm going to just go through everything. And then if there are other pieces, you know, I'll probably do some one and a half inch strips too, but one and a half inch, two and a half inch strips, two and a half inch squares, and five inch strips or squares. And I'm just going to get that mess off of the, (laughs) off of the cutting mat. So that's oh my goodness. That's that situation. Everything else is pretty good. It's usually the collection that I'm working with that 
is kind of a mess. See, I should set aside time to do that. So what she said is exactly what I do. When I'm making the quilts, I am making sure that I am measuring and right. making sure that the math is right, right while I'm making the quilt. And I do the same thing. I have a little corner where I put all the scraps from the fabric collection we're working on. And what happens with mine is they go into a bin. And so... I have not touched those bins in a while. So right now I've got a pretty full, simply delightful bin. <laughs> and the, this collection's bin is, it's not full yet, but it will get there. Yeah. So I should do what you do. It would keep you so much more organized because here's the thing. In your mind, if you get a, if you go open a bin in your closet and it has a bunch of scraps, all different sizes, what are you most likely going to do with it? Put it back in the closet, Right. But if months later you go back to the bin and there's five inch cut squares right. and two and a half inch squares, like mom does, you're probably going to say, oh yeah, I'll start a project with that. Yeah. Which makes it so nice. So I should do that. Yeah. But you did remind me though, I, I do have a bin of Simply Delightful scraps I've, that I just never went and did that with. Yeah. It's because mine is bad. This collection was so quick on the heels of that. And that's how I felt is yeah. they were so close together that I was just trying to organize it and make sure Simply Delightful was all in one place. Right. So if I needed to go to it, right. like I'm doing all of my socialites blocks and Simply Delightful. So right. it makes it nice. Oh, they're so cute, by oh, the way. <laughs> thank you. I ha I've had so much fun. Making I, them. I used those photos you sent me on my Saturday 7 you post did? last week. Yeah. So Thanks, that was fun. Mom. I had already done my Friday post for socialites, but I used oh, them for Saturday. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Super I'm cute. loving it. And it's nice because I can just go open the bin and be like, oh, okay, like which colors haven't I used? Which prints haven't I used? Yeah. And make it. But okay, this question How small is too small to keep for a scrap? Okay. If it is below one and a one point five inches, I throw it out. Okay. I am most likely not going to sew. Like if it's a one and a half inch square, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll keep that. Yeah. I can make a, a mini heart with that, a four inch finished heart with that, with right. all of the different things, you know. I do have a bunch of triangles. I can't decide if I should keep them or throw them away, but oh. they were from two and a half inch flying geese. So I feel like by the time I sewed them and trimmed them, it would only make a one and a half inch half square triangle. You know what I mean? Are you talking the the when you cut when off you trim, on the core, when you trim for the flying you geese? You keep the triangles. Uh, these are pretty small. I, I think I might throw them away. I, okay, I'm, if they're bigger, if it's a three and a half inch, and I can trim it down to a two and a half inch unfinished half square triangle, I always keep. Who those. has the time? I always keep them because I use them as leaders and enders. Oh, so I always keep those. But when it's smaller. When it's not going to make a two-inch finished half-square triangle, I sometimes just toss them. Okay, let's talk about triangles. Camille Ross Kelly posted, this was a few years ago, she jokingly posted she had this huge garbage bag oh. under her table. And she's like, guess what this is filled with? All triangles. triangles. And I thought to myself, wow, I got a couple bins of triangles that I'm not willing to let go. And it was like, I couldn't even stand it. Wow. And I, but I also can't let them go. Yeah. I have heard of people using those for dog beds and 
that there are places oh, to Billy's donate. Oh, Billy's interested them. now. Yeah. Mom. We caught my attention. Yes. Yeah. We, we mentioned <laughs> but yeah. Like, like, would like, like a stuffing? Yeah, yeah like a, a stuffing. stuffing. Because they're small scraps, and so they really work really well to to stuff Mom, something like that. you could that. make Jack a new dog bed. Okay, we can both save all of our triangles. <laughs> well, you know what's, what's actually funny that you bring that up is I, I bought him like a really expensive bed two years ago. I think it was, yeah, it was about two years ago. Uh-huh. Is that the one you bring out here sometimes or no? No, that's okay. a cheaper one that I, okay. that sort of like travels. But um, I'll try to make this as short as possible. <laughs> oh, he, no. He, he eventually tore it up, but it was ended up being a pretty good, I don't know what it was, I, but it wow. ended up being, that's how I discovered he had that tumor oh. in his mouth, was which... If any, I'd, I've never talked about it here before, but I got it removed earlier this year. He's it didn't spread to anywhere else in his body, and he's good and he's healthy. But it was because of that, and I remember thinking, why is he? If I don't know if it was separation anxiety. Ever since wow. I started working from home, he I think he has it now because I was right. home for so long. Even when I was still teaching, right? He just got used to me always being around. So anyway, he tore up this expensive bed. He you know, tore up the memory foam, but that's when I first found blood on it. And then I knew, then I checked his mouth. So, but I sort of have, I've, I've like restuffed it with the different pieces that he's torn up and I put this other thing over it. Anyway, I'm in the market for a new dog bed. Wow. <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Okay. <laughs> and let's... I was, I was actually thinking about even soon just going and maybe not getting him as expensive as a bed since he didn't treat the last one very well. <laughs> And I mean, yeah. he's a great dog. He never tears up anything. Yeah. It was really weird that he did it, but it ended up being, I'm, I'm glad he did because I, I there don't was know. something in there he was allergic to or the yeah, I, yeah, maybe. odor or, yeah. yeah. So anyway. He just missed you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know how quickly we can save up enough scraps for a dog bed, but we could start putting them in a- I got a lot. A, really? Okay. I got a lot. Put, put them in a garbage bag. And Let's do it. Let's we'll combine s- we'll our efforts. We'll see where we're at. Okay. Yeah. Let's combine our efforts. <laughs> okay. So that's that's a good- Because I was going to ask anyway, with that, that was a question that caught my interest too, is, you know, I see you throw little things away here and there, and I know some you have to, but I have, if I remember right- on other videos, people have said, oh, don't throw that away. You know, or I think some people save really small scraps, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So I was thinking, well, what do you do with them? But, you know, if you can recycle them, do something like that, that's much better than them going to a landfill. Yeah, totally. Know? I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, why throw it out? It's such nice right. material. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Next topic is orphan blocks. And I have to tell you a really quick story about why this ended up here was because yesterday I wrote this, what I thought was a terrific blog post that linked all of the free block tutorials that I have had on my site over the past 13 years, right? And or many of them. And so I was super excited, but I got up in the morning and this woman had left a comment that some of the pictures weren't showing up in the older posts. Oh, no. And But then what I realized was they were showing up on a PC, but they weren't showing up on phones or any type of Mac product. So they weren't showing up on my laptop or my iPhone, but it was showing up on my PC. So anyway, I, I hurried up and I emailed my tech support people, 
But in the meantime, I thought, well, maybe I have some pictures of those types of blocks. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I have some blocks that I can hurry up and take photos of and insert into those posts so that anyway. So I went through my orphan blocks. And luckily, while I did find mini blocks, by the time I was ready to take pictures, the tech people had figured it out and <sighs> got the images all showing and, and it was it was all fine. But it did send me to my orphan yeah, block. Yeah, the silver lining was. Yes. And I realized I have got to do something with these. Uh, I have enough for a quilt. A quilt? Yeah. Yes. Why I not? I really do. So they're all in two different drawers. And I put on here, how many do you have? I didn't count them, but I know I have 75 to 100. Are you serious? Of different sizes. A lot of them are six inch. But that's so cool. Yeah. So I've got a wow. lot of orphan blocks. How do you feel about that, though, with them? Are they all our fabrics? Or obviously they're not. Like the majority, once we started designing fabrics, I started yeah. making all my test blocks with our fabrics. And yeah. then, you know, there were a few sew-alongs that I started but never finished. But never finished, yeah. And so I have blocks from those. And so, yeah, I have quite a few. I'm, I'm actually going to write something. this down. I'm going to do a separate orphan block bin. Yeah. I have them all in a drawer. Yeah. In a, One of those slide out drawers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, th I think it's a great thing. I think it would be fun. Maybe count and see how many you have. Yeah. Now I'm like, I, I want to go home and do that because I have yeah. them just in a big bin right. with other things up in my closet. Yeah. And I love them. I'm when... You know, it just sometimes I end up with a block or a test block or right. some like you said, sometimes I'll start something and not finish like that so along or whatever. Right. But I still have the blocks that I made and I'm always like, I'm not gonna get rid of these. Like right. I made these. Yeah. And wouldn't it make a great picnic quilt for your yes. soccer games or yeah. Anything like that, just to make a big scrappy orphan block quilt <sighs> to just throw on the ground and you should have seen me last night. I had like four quilts. <laughs> I went to my Flag son's football. Oh flag football and it was freezing freezing cold and i was huddled under my quilts you guys they, yeah they have those kindergartners out there like it's you know the nfl playoffs <laughs> we're gonna play in any weather they really do <laughs> 10 to 10 below it doesn't matter get out there kids get out there ready break <laughs> they thought, really do i thought they would have canceled it not last no. night but the week before when it was raining raining and blistering like these winds yeah. you guys the sand was like crazy my son was in like four layers of clothes and a beanie <laughs> yeah they couldn't even move yeah it, to, to run a touchdown they're all like little penguins like, like running the, around the field in the christmas story the yes. little boy is yes. kind of waddling it is so funny in our in our town it's very like these sports are so competitive and i'm sure they are everywhere but it just cracks me up because anyways because well, I mean, last week i was out here working and yeah. i was going to go to the game because the fields they play at aren't too far so right. i was going to bring jack my dog and so we were walking but it was so windy and then the road to get there, which again isn't very far, but there was a light, a light sprinkle, and then wind that was blowing dirt. And as soon as I got around the corner, I said, "My Jack's going to be a mud ball by the yeah. time I get there with <laughs> with the with the rain and the sand." So I turned around, and came. I'm like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. gave him a bath recently. I'm not gonna yeah, turn him, him into dirty. a walking mud ball. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it was bad, and it was just freezing last night. Yeah, well, just so cold. Uh, so, is there a game next week? There, yeah, every week for the next Thanksgiving week. Oh no. Oh okay. 
I'll let you know. Okay, so it'll be after Thanksgiving. I think after Thanksgiving and we okay. go into December. Actually, I don't know. I think actually since it's it's a Tuesday game, they'll Maybe have it. Maybe there is a game. Yeah, let I'll me check know. the schedule. Because if it's really cold, I can just sit in my car and watch. Oh, I'm bringing the parka. <laughs> well, but, but this brings up week. the point of, you know, these outdoor quilts and different things you yes. guys can do. Right. Recycling. Okay, you're not going to use a display quilt, but you guys right. have... Yeah. You know. Plenty of scraps. Yeah. You should bring some extras. If you see anyone cold at the games, you can go let them yeah. borrow a what quilt. What a way to share. Well, I, I like Billy, to look I at... I like this idea I should yours. put one in my car just so I always have it. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I mean, I like to look at practical uses for these things yeah. other than <laughs> I know that these are displaying quilts and right. everything, but there's a lot of practical uses for... Obviously, there's practical uses for quilts. Yeah, People right. have been using them for hundreds and hundreds of years to stay warm. Right. I love that. Okay. Look at that. That was a fun topic. Orphan blocks. Okay. Current projects. How many? Well, how do you organize current projects? Oh, easy. In bins. I mean, obviously, okay, me once I'm, I've got blocks going and everything, I have them in those drawers, right. which is really nice. Right. I have a couple drawers of those, but... I mean, I'm pretty, yeah. Uh, if we're talking new quilts with this next collection, I'm sewing two quilts at the same time. Like I have yeah. that going on and keep them separate. I'm actually yeah. like totally actually running out of room in my closet because I did not anticipate with this collection being an extra collection this year, not having room in my right. sewing room. It's taking up, there is stuff everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> And I am like, Oh my goodness. I want to go start setting things up at my mom. Like I'll come set my sewing machine up at your house. Like, I don't know why I don't. I, yeah. My kids are in school all day. Yeah, you could. Or you could sew on this other jukey. I jukey. know. I you should really, come over sometime. Well, and because I'm just going to share this really quickly. A couple weeks ago, I came home and my entire master bathroom had flooded. And I got there just in time to stop the water from hitting the wood floors and the hallway. Now, uh, granted, our master bedroom was all concrete except for my sewing room. And we had to rip up about uh, three lengths of the, of the wood to my sewing room. And guys, I, I will say this, nothing else was, was damaged, but it's just like my sewing room is kind of torn apart right now. And my sewing table is lopsided oh. because half of it's on wood floor and half of it's not. Like, Oh, yeah, I, if you need to come sew, come sew. Yeah, could you make me lunch too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all about the food. Some, some days, you guys, I, you know, when it's crazy in the house and we're doing homework and we're getting reading time in, I'm really enjoying reading the third Harry Potter book with my oldest daughter and her telling me all about it, which is really fun. But some days I'm like, wow, it would be so, when there's complaints, right? it would be, sometimes I'm like, you guys, you want to know how nice it would be to go just move into the guest room at mom's house and read a book <laughs> silently for two hours. Yeah. I would take that up in a heartbeat and have a home cooked meal. <laughs> My kids are like, oh, mom. <laughs> oh, that's, that's very sweet. Thank you. Let's see. I, I was actually sewing two things oh, at one yeah, time recently what. too, because I was working on the quilt that I'm doing for you now. She's so nice to me. Well, and I had this idea to do my country home bench pillow yes, in the new collection. Yeah. And I was I was taking another quilt into the quilter and I thought, if I hurry up and finish that bench pillow, oh, yeah. I can take it with it 
And so I had your stuff and my, and anyway, but yeah, that, that's quite a task to juggle yes. more than one project at yeah. one time. And it makes it a little bit more difficult, especially because I'm also checking math at the same right. time. So I'm making little notes right. about it all. So far, so right. good. And Knock that, on wood. Yeah. That was the nice thing about the bench pillow. I just got out my old pattern. I just yes. read oh my, my own pattern. It was so much fun. It was so much yeah. easier than the new quilts where I'm taking notes and making sure yeah. that everything is good. What is great about this is, and I did this on purpose, one of the quilts is a fat eighth quilt and the other quilt is a layer cake and charm pack quilt. Oh. And so it's so nice because it's just the layer cakes where I didn't have to do anything yeah. like crazy with the ironing. And yeah. I love it. It's going to be so cute. So oh, far, yeah. it's good. but And that was what was nice too this time. We got our pre-cuts fairly early. So I also yeah. had a layer cake quilt that I was able to just use the layer cake from Moda that came instead of cutting my own yeah, layer never, cake squares. And that was so much Yeah, I quicker. never save it. I know. Yeah. I'm always like, thank goodness I got a layer cake yes. because this yes. is going to save me so much time. Yeah, it was wonderful. Okay, last question under that topic. Do you have any long-term works in progress? Uh, socialites, what, what, uh, I guess. Yeah, I, because I was going to categorize that in as like socialites. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be my long-term project. Okay. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And I already, my week was week four. So I can kind of like breathe a little. relax. Yes, yeah. I can relax and not have to worry. I always get kind of stressed about it when it's my turn to share. Uh, you just have one to do for the whole thing? Well, yeah, like think, we how designed, many blocks are there? 24 or 24. 24, okay. And each designer designed a block. Right. So I have, I'm caught up. So I have all f the first four blocks yeah. done and then the fifth will release Yeah. this Friday, right? Yeah, I need to make block five. I've, but they put us all, they organized us all. So like mom's week I'm is- at the end. Yeah, mom's like at the end. Yeah. And I was week four. Yeah. So. But you don't have to do more than one design. I Yeah, right. no. Gotcha. I don't have to do. Now I can just happily sew. Right. And not worry about. Yeah. About anything. Yeah. I have that. And then I have some other long-term works in progress that I really need to get going on after I finish your quilts that I just, I feel like this is the time of year also when I sometimes pull those, those long-term projects out and make a few blocks. Think, really? think about where they're going. <laughs> so I, well, you know, I have that village quilt with the houses. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. And every time we get a new collection, I make anywhere from four to 10 blocks. Out See, of I kind of need so, something like that. Yeah. And, your and log cabins. Whatever happened to your cute little log cabins? The little ones? Yeah. The tiny ones. The tiny ones. They ended up being a pillow. Oh, they did? In my book. I remember that. Yeah, but I'm I'm starting another set of them for That's something actually one else. of my favorites. Yeah, I'm, start, I'm making more. Okay, so anyway, I think this has been really fun. Yeah. I think this is a really good time of year to evaluate your stash, think yeah. about where reflect. you're reflect, yeah. think about where you're going with it before the new year. And I always do kind of a big organization this time of year. So as soon as I finish her the quilt I'm working on for Chelsea and maybe one more. Maybe one more. <laughs> I will be doing that. But yeah, I thought this would be a fun topic for this time of year. And I love it. yes. So we actually have another really great question that Billy's going to ask to both of us now to kind of round out our episode. <laughs> yeah. So this is a topic I had saved. I, I can't remember how long ago. It seems like it might have been a while ago when I was gathering topics for future podcasts. 
Um, but I figured today might be a good good day to do it. So here's the question for both of you. If you could take a class from any quilter, past or present, who would it be and what would you want to learn and or make? Okay, so this could be any type of like technique you want to learn or if it, if there's a specific quilt from a quilter that you've always wanted to make and you'd be like, you know, you had the opportunity to, to take a class from, from her, then, you know, and it, it could be anyone, you know, we, it's like, it's like that question of who would you ever, who would you want to have dinner with, you know, some, you right. could <laughs> have it with Albert Einstein or somebody, you know, like that's passed away. Um, yes. And then any type of questions you would, you would do if you could pick their, pick their brains. So okay. go ahead. Yeah, I'll start. <laughs> I actually first wanted to just mention a few excellent quilters that I have taken classes from that have really affected my entire quilting life. I took, I think the first famous quilter I ever took a class from might have been Carrie Nelson. Really? Yeah, I drove to St. George and took a class from her and it was really, really excellent. I learned a lot. I was just, I, I think I was blogging then, but nothing, I hadn't done any designing myself. That was really a great class. I also took, also in St. George, I took a class from Lori Holt, which was Oh, she excellent. would be wonderful. Yeah. And I feel like it was an applique class. And I feel like everything I know about applique, I probably learned from Lori in that wow. class. So really, really appreciated that class and how I feel like even, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago that was, but it has to be more than 10 years ago, I would think. So, but I also had the opportunity when I was in Wisconsin to have Lisa Bonjean give me some, it wasn't really a class, but she just came and sat with me for a while and showed me a lot of different things about wool applique and really, really learned so much. So I would really, wool is something that, you know, I've got some wool in the closet and I've got a few little things that I've done, but it's it's very pricey and it's and then when we started designing fabric I feel like I kind of stepped away from the wool a little bit but I feel like if I took a class from Lisa Bonjean I could just jump right back in that wool and there are some really fun She's things. She's mesmerizing. Yeah. To watch. I watched her give a demonstration yeah. at market and just she's wonderful. Yeah. So, but just kind of to wrap it up this is what I think would be my dream quilting class. I thought about this last night when I saw the question. Lisa Alexander, oh Susan Aki together teach team teaching a class. Would that be fun or what? That would How be amazing. did you know? Are you going to say the same thing? Immediately, I knew Lisa Alexander and Susan Aki because of their book. Yes. I want them together. Yeah. I mean, I'll take them separately. I've had the pleasure of meeting Suzanaki at a quilt market. That is so <laughs> Would funny. that be fun? And oh, it would be <laughs> hilarious because they they are such a great combo and I have so much respect for both of them and Lisa Alexander is just incredible. That yeah. is so crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want both of them in a class. Yeah. Susan Aki, Aki has like a talent though. She really <sighs> yeah. she puts together the most incredible quilts. Right. And yeah. her I creativity look, is that endless. is so crazy. <sighs> I do have to say too, fastest student who ever took one of my classes, 
Vanessa Gertzen, Lella Boutique. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not surprised. She was so fast. I don't. I, she took Your a, curves a curved piecing class yeah, for me. Picked it up really and, quick. And she was the superstar student. Yes, <laughs> she had all of these blocks. She's so. just basically a superstar. She yeah. So we yeah. Well, it was just before she started designing. And... No, she was designing. No. Oh, okay. yeah. So Wait. she just took a class. She yeah. just took. It was gotcha. just. It I was love really that about fun. Her. It was. She lives in St. George yeah. area, so it was just really fun to yeah. hang out with her. And I felt kind of insecure teaching her, but... I have to shout out Vanessa, though, right now. She called me a couple days ago and said, your podcast is so wonderful, and I feel like oh. I'm sitting down with the both of you, and you guys oh. just do such a great job, and she was so happy for us, and oh. I'm like, oh my goodness, you listen that. to it. Like, <laughs> well, even did you though, invite her to come back on? Oh, I should have, and I'll yeah. message her again today. We're we're trying to get they, tickets for a concert, but we can't get tickets, so oh, yeah. I need to message her Yeah, we should again. have her come back since she's yeah, lived so close. We should. Yeah. We should. Um, yeah. So you guys chose the same exact... Yeah, people. I'm being that 100% so honest. And, I'm being 100% kind of, honest. They, wow. they did not say anything before we started recording. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, we did I can it. attest to that. So. I mean, because I did when I first saw the question, I was like, I don't know. And I literally was like, if I took a, a class from anyone, it would be Lisa Alexander and Susan Aki. Yeah. They're two of a kind, they guys, <laughs> with their new book. Yeah. And oh my goodness, Lisa's son, Bo, have you seen all of his reels on Instagram with the quilts? I don't know. You should maybe have Billy do watch one of Bo's. Oh, <laughs> are they, my. You had mentioned that before. Is, are, yeah. is it still going have, on? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's still going okay. on. Yeah. Let me just tell you about Bo. I actually would love to have Bo on the podcast. <laughs> I want Bo on the podcast. So. And you want to know what? I think he'd say yes. I think he would. He's just, they make the funniest videos. Yes. They're and fun to watch. so cute. And he loves his mom. I love yeah. that. Oh, goodness. I'm really good about not watching reels. I'm really, really good with but about it. But those draw me in. So It's yeah. so funny, you guys. I'm sure everyone, go look at Lisa Alexander's Instagram. Yes. You will know exactly who Bo is when you see him. Yes. I could go on and on. Yeah. I will say this, though, about Susan Aki. She wrote a Christmas book. This was years ago. This was the market I met her. Oh, right. And we went to yeah, her. Yeah, we went to her schoolhouse. Yes. We went to her yeah. schoolhouse. And let me tell you, that was the most entertaining schoolhouse I've ever been to in my life. And I already loved her. I knew her yeah. from social media. But she is so funny and so just talented. Yeah, yeah. I could go on. Awesome. We need Susan Aki, we need Lisa Alexander, and we need Bo right now. <laughs> Lisa, if you're listening, we need Bo on the podcast. I, I have one follow-up question from that question, though, because oh, you, okay. you guys chose the same one. Are there any... I mean, I know you were you, you have a lot of quilting friends, other designers, fabric designers. You, you've, you've met a lot of people in the industry over the last 10 years and everything. But are there any... I don't know, quilters from the 50s or, you know, 50 years ago or, or whatever that, I don't know, wrote books back then? Or is that more of a, a recent thing with the whole pattern design? Whereas back then it was, it wasn't as like people didn't sell patterns. Do, do you know like well, when that started happening? Quilting really had a revitalization and resurgence a around the same time as the bicentennial in this country. Okay. So in so the se mid 70s, mid 70s, 76. Yeah. And, and that's actually when our, my aunt Carol 
signed up for a quilting class and invited grandma to mm-hmm. take it with her and my grandmother, her mom. And that's that's what got my grandmother back into quilting and I think many women in the country. So Because like the first quilt you made for me, you said that was a popular quilt pattern. Was that a popular yes. quilt designer? Have, yes. Did you ever meet yeah, her? Yes, and I did And you meet, have met her? Okay. Yes, so Eleanor Burns, and she wrote a, a series of books called Quilt in a Day mm-hmm. and all different patterns written with bigger a lot of them were bigger blocks quick to put together and i i believe her sons run her business now okay Uh, but i did meet her in an elevator one time at quilt market that's crazy i don't know if you've heard me tell this story but i don't think so oh boy well real quick (laughs) you know i realized who i was in the elevator with and i said I, I made your double Irish chain quilt in a day. I made 30 of them. That's oh, all I made for five my years. My goodness. And so she's like, oh, it's really nice to meet you. <laughs> she was so polite. And I was just completely starstruck when I realized who she was and <laughs> how she had influenced my quilting. I, I said... I I still have the book, you know. <laughs> yeah, you've never oh, told we're... that story. I don't. I'm not not yeah. on the podcast. She's like, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and this was funny too because it was at a fall quilt market, and she was in a witch outfit, like oh, she was cute. all in co- full costume. It was around Halloween. It was around, yeah, yeah, because those fall markets are often, and so she was all dressed up for whatever presentation That's she was so going cute. to. And here's this crazy person. You know, in the elevator. <laughs> I'm sure it happened to her all the time. But. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, I was just curious because I mean, obviously the Amish have been making quilts for yeah. forever, oh, yeah. but I mean, they don't. I don't think they sell patterns or anything like that. Yeah. So I mean, I just didn't know if there was anybody back, yeah. you know, a while ago. But but yeah. that's interesting. I should say too, probably probably like it'd be fun to take a class from any Moda designer. Don't you think just because we know them and everybody has different areas of expertise? Yes. And yeah, we are really like a family. Yeah. I I started thinking while we're talking, Sandy Klopp would be Oh my goodness. Barb and Mary. Oh, it would be hilarious. I've taught next door to Barb and Mary before at a (laughs) retreat and the laughter coming from the room next door. Oh yeah. I was just like, I am not entertaining my people like they are. You know? I, <laughs> so, I gotta up my I have a, a more subtle teaching method, but oh yeah, oh, next door goodness. it was laughter. Well and... see this is why I missed going to market so yeah. much is and that's another reason Vanessa and I talked is she's like, I just it was not the same without you because we hang out. All right. of the designers hang out. Right. And we probably giggle a little bit too much, but yeah. it's because we love being around each other. And probably the same in the class. If I took like a class with like Vanessa, I probably wouldn't get much done because I'd right. probably be <laughs> laughing so hard the whole time. Yeah. But um, yeah, but that's with any of the designers. Yes. Oh, good. I think that was that was an interesting topic to finish yeah, up that with. Was, that was fun to finish <laughs> up with that. Okay, so our next episode will be on Monday, Monday. December 12th? 12th, 12th. Yes. Okay, it will be the day before we can share our new fabric. Is that crazy or yeah, what? Yeah, because we can mm-hmm. technically share it the 13th and we're doing the live stream the yeah. 14th. I wonder if yeah. we can get yeah. special permit. No, because we're doing the live stream on the 14th. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's share a picture of our bundle and then go straight into the live stream the next day. That'll yes. be Yes, yeah. I know we haven't talked about it yet, but I would assume that this next episode might be that goal, you know, recap oh, your yeah, goals yeah. for 2022. Yeah, it. let's do that Set next goals time. goals for yeah. 
2023. Yeah. Because then we'll have another special announcement about the last podcast of the year. Yeah. It won't be a typical one, but we'll tell you guys about it right. then. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. So that, that episode on the 12th of December will be kind of a year end review goals for the new year, all that kind of. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then the live stream on the 14th at 10 a.m. So. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Well, thank you for spending this time with us for today's podcast. We, we really had a, a great and enjoyable conversation and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much for stopping by. <laughs>